Hey everybody, hope you're doing well. It is Sunday, November 21st, and yes, my feed is live now. Okay, Sunday, November 21st, Purdue is now 4-0 on the weekend. If you count volleyball, beat Michigan on Friday. Then on Saturday, they beat, uh, shoot, can't remember, uh, Northwestern, North Carolina in basketball, and now they've capped it off with a victory over Brian Hannon is first, F-U-R-S-T. But they've capped it off with a championship win in a very small tournament over a very good Villanova team, well-coached team, a team that uh, plays kind of the old um, Virginia or Wisconsin brand of basketball. They beat on teams. They uh, forced the game to slow down, and Purdue fell into the trap for about 30 of the 40 minutes before wearing them down, simply wearing them down. Purdue wins 80-74 to 74 in the Mohican Sun uh, Casino Arena. Uh, Jay Money was on uh, on hand. Uh, I could not get him to do a live cast because he said he had to drive home, whatever that means. But uh, Purdue wins, and um, Purdue's going to be in the top three to four, no matter how you, how you slice it. Uh, in front of Purdue was both Michigan and Villanova. Both teams lost. Kansas uh, does not have a top 25 win and is in front of Purdue as well. <clears throat> There's a real possibility Purdue could be way ahead of schedule, in my opinion, and be third in the coaches poll and the AP poll on Monday. That's a big win, guys. Um, and I'll tell you, let me give you my real candid, honest thoughts about this one before I get too far into it. I, I, I tweeted out that it reminded me a lot of the Oklahoma game in the preseason NIT years ago when the baby boilers were, were uh, prowling the, the God's country and, um, and Mackey Arena. And it reminded me a lot because uh, Oklahoma really took Purdue out of their game and played there. The Griffin brothers were brilliant. They were strong. The refs uh, allowed them to flex their muscle and do whatever they wanted. Felt a lot like today because Purdue was not able to do the things that they wanted to do. Um, the officiating was an absolute joke in the first half. I can't express that enough. To, for a team like Villanova or Virginia or Wisconsin, any of those teams that play that style of defense, to have two fouls at the half, that's a joke. And you can say I'm a, a whiner about officials all you want. That's crap. Second half, it evened up a bit. The interesting thing, Purdue kept fouling. Villanova was actually getting called for fouls. And then something funny happened. And this is the key to the game right here. If you're looking for the key, it was missed free throws by Villanova. It's that, that simple. Uh, while Purdue went 12 for 14 uh, from the free throw line for the game, Villanova went 9 for 17, and that's in spite of the fact they've got good free throw shooters on that team. Specifically, let me give you one. I haven't looked at these stats yet, <coughs> but uh, Gillespie, he missed a free throw down the stretch. More, huh? 82% Yeah, he's an 82% uh, free throw shooter. Moore missed two free throws. Samuels missed three free throws. Uh, and then you had two players off the bench, uh, Arcadiaco. Diaco. Yeah, Archie Diacoco, whatever. His big brother used to play there. Uh, he was 0 for 2. No, he didn't, he didn't miss a free throw. Daniels was 0 for 2. Sorry for that. I'm, leaving the, I'm reading these live. So, um, yeah, okay, so what are some other keys? Obviously, Villanova missing their free throws is a big, big deal. Also, Ivy changed the pace of the game. Started pushing it, doing what he did versus North Carolina. He did it for about a three-minute stretch. It changed the game. Edie came in, fresh legs. Williams was in foul trouble, had four fouls. Edie comes in, their number 43, what's his name? Uh, 43, his name is uh, Moore. Moore, from Villanova, stayed in the game with four fouls, and he could not stop Edie. But, make no mistake, Edie split a triple team. Dixon, my bad. Dixon, yeah, sorry. Four is five. Um, Dixon 
Couldn't stop Edie. But Edie had a play where he stepped through a triple team and dunked and got fouled, hit the free throw. That was kind of the end of the game. But what broke their back, it felt like maybe, was that Thompson three. And I think that was Ivy drove, was covered up by a double team, kicked it out to Thompson, I believe. First. 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 So you had the first three and the Thompson three. Big, big buckets, and then Edie with the step through through the triple team foul counted. Those three plays probably were the thing put it over, but Purdue never would have been in the game if Villanova would have been hitting their free throws. And the reason they weren't hitting their free throws was because Purdue's line changes, coming at them in just droves of fresh legs. Guys like Eric Hunter coming in the game, he came in and hit one free throw. I thought he was going to hit both of them to really seal it, but he comes in way in the end of the game. Didn't have a bucket. He hit, he hit two, two for two and then one for three. Okay, so he went three for... Three for four down the stretch from the free throw line. That was a big deal. LBD is off camera right now, as you can imagine, kind of helping me feed me some information. Um, uh, Ultimate Boiler says this is one of the best uh, surprises this season is how much uh, Isaiah Thompson has improved his shooting. Such a cool surprise. And I'd say um, Isaiah Thompson's poise has been a big deal too. It's not just his shooting. I think his shooting is a kind of a direct reflection of the fact that he's just taking the game easy. Maybe it's that whole thing about the game slowing down, right? That's a big deal. Also about him, sadly, he had a turnover. He, he had one turnover. Oh, that's right. So Isaiah Thompson hadn't had a turnover this season, in case you're paying attention to that. He had his first turnover this season. It was trying to. It was a very high entry pass to Edie that went off his hands and went out of bounds with about seven, eight minutes left in the game. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, Kristen... Uh, Kelp uh, Vigiano, I apologize if I mispronounced that, um, said much improved mental toughness of this team. So, Christina, what I would say is uh, the mental toughness is improved because the fatigue factor is not there as much. When you have this many guys with this much experience, again, that can just keep coming at a team. Granted, you have leaders on this team that are kind of underrated right now. We have guys coming off the bench that are two, three-year starters. That can't be discounted. This team is built differently. I gave up, like, I thought, okay, it's okay. Purdue's going to lose this game. They're going to come away with something to learn from, and they're going to come back stronger. But that wasn't what happened. It ha- what happened was Purdue's strength and depth really was a difference maker in this. Again, Purdue wins 80-74 to 74 in uh, Connecticut over Villanova. We're going to have some more thoughts this week uh, from the site but uh, let's see. Uh, Troy Hoover has a great, uh, great point here. Says LBD, the real star of the quick cast. Well, I'll have you know that LBD is not here during the week, and I have to carry it myself in those days. But on the weekend, absolutely. Uh, LBD's been been doing some good stuff. Um, let's see. Um, okay. Ultimate Boiler, great point. Mouth is watering, thinking about how insane Mackey's going to be Friday against Florida State. Oh boy, get to get to get another quality win or, or a chance at another quality win versus a very good Florida State team. I don't think they're nearly as good as they've been the last couple of years, but still uh, an ACC foe uh, that matters. Uh, playing a Power five, uh, po- f- 5 opponent, winning three Power 5 games in a seven-day period in the pre-con is a big deal. You want to talk about strength of schedule, Purdue has padded their strength of schedule pretty significantly just in the last 48 hours. What a great win. Uh, Matt Painter, uh, we've talked about this before. There's some things that you can be impressed with and you can be angry with about coaching kind of tendencies. Matt Painter changed his coaching tendencies a couple years ago and started evolving as a coach when Carson Edwards was on on the team. 
because he wouldn't do what he usually does where if a guy misses a couple shots, makes a couple bonehead plays, he gives him the yank, you know, pulls him out of the game. Yeah. Now, uh, he's learned from that. There are guys you have to let them play the game. Ivy is one of those guys you got to let him play the game. And what he does now is he seems like guys like Ivy, he pulls them out and then he puts them back in the end of the game so they're fresh, right? He did that with Edwards a couple years ago. Edwards was an incredible specimen when it came to physical fitness. He could run uh, tirelessly. Ivy looks to get a little bit more tired right now. Maybe as the team, uh, the season goes on, he'll um, have his legs under him a little bit more. But this is an incredible win, guys, and I can't, and girls, and I can't, uh, uh, I can't express to you how surprised I am at this one just because of the way the game was going. Villanova was playing exactly the pace they wanted to. Purdue doesn't get up in the 90s as they have been. They get to, eight, to 80. But they really did that in that last stretch run of about five, six minutes where Purdue really started pouring it on and taking it to a fatigued, skilled, well-coached team. It's a big deal. Um, one thing, first was five for five from field goals. That's a big deal. First was five for five from field goals. Let's go through the stats. I'll do that real quick, and then I'll let everybody get back to their uh, celebratory uh, adult beverages or Coca-Colas, whatever you like to do. Uh, first off, uh, Purdue held Gillespie somewhat in check. He had 14 points, uh, five assists for Villanova. The, uh, Villanova's leading scorer was Moore with 19 points. Um, and he was uh, he was strong pretty much all day. Um, went 7 for 15 from the field. Now let's look over to the good guys, the one I care about. Okay, Zach Eady, 21 points, six rebounds, just one turnover. Why does this make get my attention? Well, it gets my attention for a couple reasons. Obviously, Eady was huge. But Eady was not the guy yesterday. This is the thing about Purdue. You got to choose your poison, and you got to figure out which guy can you can you afford to shut down that day. Who are you going to go at? Try to get in foul trouble, that sort of thing. It's not just the bigs; it's also the guards. And when you make that decision, you may be saying, okay, from a from a substitution standpoint, a lot of teams will do. We're going to throw our firepower at one guy, and then you try to counter when somebody else comes in. So if they bring out their big. They bring in kind of like you watch IU do this, the massive drop-off from one big man to the second string. Purdue doesn't have that drop-off. So if they say, okay, we're going to try to take away Williams, or if Williams gets in foul trouble, for instance, Edie comes in and punches you in the mouth, what do you do then? So 21 points, awesome game for him. Uh, Trey Williams, just nine points off the bench, four rebounds, two assists, three steals. He had three or four passes, though, that Purdue players just weren't ready for, and it probably would add at least two more assists because they were pretty open looks if they would have held on to the ball. Um, Stefanovic, 10 points, had a couple big threes. And once again, sorry, I keep laughing at this because I haven't looked at these stats. Stefanovic has six assists again. So he's just playing really solid basketball. Uh, Evie, Edie, uh, let's do this again. Ivy, that's the problem with doing live, uh, live webcast. Uh, 10 points, seven assists. Only one turnover. And this is the biggest knock on Ivy I think everybody had coming into the season was the turnovers, right? Um, finally, Caleb first. 12 points, four rebounds, one assist, just one turnover, five for five field goals, one for one from free throw, um, and one for one for three. That big three down the stretch there. Um, Isaiah Thompson, 12 points. Uh, not really a stat stuffer. 12 points, but four for five from three. I'm sorry, I laughed just because I, I I really don't look at the stats until right before I get on, and um, that's a pretty well-rounded team you got right there, Boiler fans. So, let's see. I'm going to read one more comment here. Uh, da, 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 da. This is a big deal. Uh, Ultimate Boiler again bringing the thunder. He says, another fun fact. These 
these guys haven't shot less than 50% as a team in the first five games. You like stats. I like stats, uh, but I like when my eyes and the stats match up, and that one is crazy. That is, that is speaking to the point, again, that I've been making at every live cast, that these offensive weapons, these playmakers are just everywhere. And one thing we're going to get to see again this week is we'll get to see Purdue play with a lot of pace. Florida State will run. Um, so Purdue will get to play with that high pace in Mackey Arena. Uh, let's bring the thunder, Boilermakers. That was a fun one. Today's quick cast was brought to you by your friends at Martin Vintage. I'm not wearing them. I'm still in my church clothes uh, at 3.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday. But Martin Vintage, thanks, for, thanks to them. Uh, enter Boil at checkout, 15% off. Eat AJ's, eatajs.com. Uh, you can order ahead, you can order online, or you can go there in person, watch some games. There's still some stuff to watch. What, what's the Colts score, by the way, B. Dowd? Oh, it's 38-7. 38-7. The Colts are up. Uh, we're Colts fans. I'm not a diehard. I'm going to, if when the Colts lose, it doesn't break my heart like it does when Purdue loses. But Colts are up big right now. Yeah, go to AJ's, finish that game out, get some, get a burger, get a pint. Taylor has five touchdowns. Taylor, Jonathan Taylor has five touchdowns. And as Purdue fans, we know all too well. How well that guy can can run the ball when he's getting hot and the defense doesn't know what they're doing. Um, also, uh, thanks to Gridiron Metalworks, Derek will hook you up for a Christmas gift. Interboil at checkout, fifteen percent off. Uh, GridironMetalworks.com. Um, ben Carnahan with a great. This is gonna be the great. The last point that I make here uh, says at no point did the team really panic. <clears throat> they kept their heads and kept working, stayed composed, made plays when it counted, and that to me. It's a, a, a great reflection of this coaching staff. Let's not discount that. Um, I'll give Matt Painter a hard time when he deserves it, and I'll give him credit when he deserves it. Matt Painter has these guys really mentally prepared. There's some young guys, and there's some old guys on this team, and everybody is on the same page right now, and I love it. What a victory. Purdue wins. Beats Villanova. 80-74. to 74. Your number six Boilermakers are going to be a top three or four team come tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless you. Hammer down. We'll talk to you soon. We'll have a handsome hour or maybe a basketball beat or something additional this week, and I'll have another quick cast for you at some point. Thanks for tuning in.